Hallelujah. Uh, it is uh, once again my honor uh, to welcome uh, my friend Pastor Hassan. Thank you. It's good uh, to have you in the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Max and Pastor Terry, welcome back. We love you. We missed you. And we are so happy to have you back. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, you are just in time for this new series we are starting today. Fruitful or fragile? Hallelujah. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Hallelujah. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Uh, we'll, be, we'll be looking at this for the next three weeks. Amen. Uh, we, we start today. I believe it's going to bless you. And I believe your life is going to be transformed through this series. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read our text today. It's going to come from the book of Matthew, chapter 21, verse 18. Hallelujah. Can we turn our Bibles and uh, if we can stand up for the reading of the word. I'm going to preach today from a very, very, very familiar story. That makes it easy, amen. amen. Uh, that's when we begin to look at, look at it and break it apart, it's easier to understand, amen. So I'm going to preach from a very common scripture. Uh, Matthew chapter 21, I'm going to read uh, from verse 8-10. Now my, uh, this text that we're going to be reading you can also find it in the book of Mark, chapter 11, verses 12 to 14. Uh, in the book of Matthew 21, verse 18, it says, Now, uh, the, the topic of that uh, scripture in my Bible is written, The fig tree withered. Now, in the morning, as he, returned this, uh, as he returned to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it, and found nothing on it but leaves. And said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. Immediately. Can somebody say immediately? immediately. The fig tree withered away. I'm also going to read uh, the account from the book of Mark. Chapter 11. Uh, from verse 12 to 14. We thank the Lord for wonderful helpers. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 12 to 14. It's the same account, uh, but this time it's, uh, it's, it's Mark that's writing the account of what took place. Now, the next day, when they come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Hallelujah. It's talking about Jesus. That Jesus was hungry. And seeing from afar, can you say from afar? From afar. A fig tree having leaves, he went to see, uh, to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to him, "Let no one eat fruit from you ever again." Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we pray for your word today. I pray in the name of Jesus. Do as you will through your word today. Minister to our hearts. Minister to our lives, Father. Lord, we tenderize our hearts today. That our hearts might be good ground. That, Lord, your word might bear fruit in us. This I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And the church of God said, Amen. 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 
We can take our seats in the sanctuary. So the account that we just read this morning, it tells us that Jesus uh, was coming from Bethany. And as he was coming from Bethany, it says he saw from afar a, a fig tree. And he saw the leaves being green. Hallelujah. Amen. And he said, let me go closer to the fig tree. Perhaps I will find some fruits. So he went there looking for fruits. Hallelujah. What did he go looking for? Fruit. He went looking for fruits. But he had seen from a distance. Something he had said from a distance that there should be fruits uh, on the fig tree. But when he got to the fig tree, to his surprise, there was no fruits. Hallelujah. And the account in the book of Mark goes on to tell us that it was not the season for figs. So one would, uh, if, if it was I reading the, the text, I want to find out why then, if it was not the season for figs, would Jesus curse this tree? It is just obeying what is uh, operating and functioning normally as it's supposed to function. But how come now Jesus curses this tree? Is Jesus being unreasonable? Is Jesus being unfair to curse a tree for not having fruit in a season that's not the season for things? Right? So we would want to find out why would the king of kings, because he is the one that created this tree, why does he curse this tree for not having things when it's not the season for things? Why would he do something like this? We know him to be a just God. We know him to be a God that is that, that, that is just, that is fair. Right. Is he not being unfair? Judging this tree harshly. Because he says to the tree, from today onwards, nobody is going to eat fruit from you ever again. Mm. Amen. This is a curse that is eternal. Mm. We are told the next day when they were coming, the word of God says the disciples looked at the tree and Peter, it struck Peter and he remembered this was the tree that Jesus cursed and it had dried up from the roots. The master had cursed the tree and it had dried up immediately. Why was Jesus cursing a tree that was operating as it was supposed to operate, that was functioning according to the season as it is supposed to function? But for us to understand what was taking place here, we have to look at the context. And then we have to look at the geographical reference of what is taking place. If then we will deduce from there uh, motives that will help our lives. Amen. Amen. So we know prior to Jesus uh, getting to when he curses the street, the previous day, Jesus had just entered Jerusalem. In what we uh, I talked about this a few weeks ago, it was the triumphal, the triumphant entry of Jesus. When he had entered Jerusalem, and as he entered Jerusalem, we see that the Israelites, they give him a, a royal welcome, a red carpet entrance. Right. Jesus comes and they are laying down fig trees by the road. And they are taking their garments and they are putting them on the road. Such that the donkey started to step on the on the on the, on the palm branches uh, on the on the on the, on the, on the cloth that they were laying on the ground. And I said, by this it meant that they were saying to the Lord, We are submissive to you. They were saying to Jesus, You 
you are welcome in the city. Hallelujah. But all of a sudden, Jesus now is on his way from Bethany uh, and he's going to the temple. But as he goes, as he gets to the temple, we are going to find out that he's going to find the temple in disorder. In the temple, he's going to find that there are people that are trading and selling in the house of the Lord. And then he overturns the tables. He overturns and he takes a whip, hallelujah. He drives out the cattle and all those that were selling in the house, in the house of the Lord. And he says, you shall not make my father's house a, 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 a den of thieves, hallelujah. Uh, I'm just laying the foundation for our, 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 our series today. So Jesus drives them out. So it was when he was going to the temple, before he got to the temple, that's when he encountered the fig tree. And that's when he cares the fig tree. Then he gets to the temple. Because in, the, in his foresight, and in, in, in operate, operating in foreknowledge, Jesus had already seen the state of the temple. Jesus was not surprised by the state of the temple when you got to the temple. Jesus already knew when they were laying down their clothes in the street welcoming him. When they were putting palm branches on the rod welcoming him. Jesus already knew the state of their hearts. Uh, if, we, if you remember, one time Jesus was in the house of Peter and Mary came, uh, the, the one that he had delivered from seven demons. She came and she started to wash the feet of Jesus. And the people that were in there said, why is she wasting precious ointment? They did the it was speaking out loud to Jesus. But Jesus knew what they were thinking. So Jesus now begins to address the elephant in the room. Because everybody is wondering the same thing. Why is he paying attention to this prostitute? If he were a prophet, hallelujah. If he were a prophet, is he a true man of God? If he were a prophet, he would have known, hallelujah. He would have known what this woman is. But Jesus then says to Peter, Peter, when I came into your house, did you take water to wash my feet? No. No. Hallelujah. And this woman did not say anything. Jesus came to her defense. But what I want to point to is this. They didn't have to speak their thoughts to Jesus to know what, for Jesus to know what they were thinking. He knew already what they were thinking before uh, they uttered it without them speaking it. In one account, he says, Jesus did not give himself to them. Because you knew the state of their hearts. Mm -hmm. That they were praising, they were giving him lip service. But yet their hearts were far away from him. Hallelujah. Far be it from us as a house. That we give the Lord lip service. Yet our hearts are far from him. Jesus was not moved by the worship and the praises of men. Because when he entered Jerusalem. They say, here comes our ruler. Here comes our king. Their perception was obscured. They were thinking he was coming to deliver them from the Roman Empire. But Jesus was coming to do far much more. He was coming to address the state of their heart. 
searching. So Jesus was after addressing something that was beyond what the eye can see. Hallelujah. What does it mean? Hallelujah. So Jesus gets to the fig tree. And the word of the Lord tells me he saw the fig tree from a distance. And he communicated something. So let, let, let me just tell you something about the fig tree. So the fig tree is a tree that in 12 months, in, in 10 months out of 12, it can be a tree that can have fruit. And not just a fruit maybe in two months. But what what the, the difference between the fig tree and any other tree is that the fig tree does not produce leaves without producing fruit. Yeah. So it produces first the fruit. Then after it has produced the fruit, it produces the leaves. So when Jesus saw leaves, they spoke a language to him. They, communi they communicated something. They said we are ripe. Right. The leaves said we are ready. We are carrying something. Amen. Then Jesus goes to the fig tree. He says he saw from a distance. Hallelujah. So when he saw from the distance, he began to make his way towards the fig tree. But why Jesus approached the fig tree is because the fig tree said we are fruit. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Are you fruitful or are you fragile? He gets to the fig tree and he finds the fig tree has no fruit but it has leaves. So in other words, the fig tree had portrayed what it was not. The fig tree was deceptive. But Jesus also wanted to address the nation that he loved called Israel. So he knew the fig tree from a distance. Hallelujah. He approached it. I said in his foreknowledge, there was something that he wanted to address. So he approaches the tree and says, tree, how, you, how is it possible that you do not have fruit? Yet you have leaves. That's But you are far from me. 
You are far from me. When Jesus was addressing these people in the house where Mary was, they said, if he is a man of God, how can he not descend? How can he not descend? So in other words, they were, they were, they were saying to Jesus, you are a false prophet. They were placating falsehood on Jesus. But then Jesus then begins to move in a realm of, of knowledge that they didn't understand. Yeah. And he says, it is not the well yeah. that needs a physician, Amen. but it is the sick that needs a physician. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the sick that needs a doctor. Amen. Hallelujah. But we have got to come to where you say, I am sick Amen. for you to be helped. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. You have got to come to a point where you say, I am not well. For you to be helped. The word of the Lord says, For all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life. To everyone that believes with his heart and testifies with his mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that person will be saved. So he said to the victory, victory, I would rather you tell me you are ailing. I would rather you tell me you are sick. I would rather you tell me you are wounded. I would rather you tell me you are bruised. I would rather you come to the open and tell me I'm going through. I'm going through. You can be in church and be going through. You can be in the house of the Lord and be going through. And pretend like all things are okay. But yet you are hurting. Hallelujah. That's what I'm coming to say. In the house 
the Lord. We have so many people that have a chance and an opportunity to be helped. But we come with a sense of falsehood. We come with a sense that everything is okay. The house of the Lord is not supposed, it's, it's not supposed to be perfect. Some people say, if you find the perfect church, don't join it. Because you mess it up. You hear people saying, no, we don't go to church because people talk about people. Yes, we have people who talk about people. Hallelujah. Because people in the house of the Lord are glad to be helped. Hallelujah. That's why I've been on my knees all week. Hallelujah. Praying because I have some people in this place that are ailing. Hallelujah. If you come and everything is okay, then I don't have any reason to be standing on this pulpit. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of the Lord says he gave gifts unto men. Yes. What he said, but that Christ descended. And then he, he, he ascended and then he descended. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he gave he, he descended. Yes. He descended. Then he ascended and gave gifts unto men. Amen. He gave some to be apostles. Yes. Some to be prophets. Yes. Some to be evangelists. Yes. Some to be teachers. Yes. Some to be pastors. Hallelujah. Yes. That's why we are here. That's why the body of Christ is here. Yes. For us to help each other. Yes. Hallelujah. To hold each other's hand and begin to walk on this journey. Don't stay in the place. Hallelujah. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Because if you are fragile, you'll be concerned about what men think about you. You'll be concerned about the judgment of men. But I just gave you an example of a woman that says, I will not be condemned by men when I have the Savior. Oh, when I have Jesus with me. Hallelujah. And the word of God says she took the alabaster box that she had, precious ointment. She broke it by the master's feta. She wiped his feta because she knew salvation is here. What does it profit me to gain the whole world yet lose my soul? Don't lose your soul in the house of the Lord. Get help. Cry to the Lord. When we come to the house of the Lord, this is the place to cry to God. This is the place to humble yourself. This is the place to say, Lord, Hallelujah. Take dominion. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So when he created the plants of the earth, the word of the Lord says, and every tree shall bear fruit after its own kind. Hallelujah. After its own seed. So it was in the nature of the fig tree to bear fruit. But this time, there's no fruit on the fig tree. What had happened? Perhaps uh, somebody had come and had seen the wonderful fruit and said, you know what, I'm going to partake of this fruit. They plucked a, a, a fruit from the tree. They took a bite and they said, mm, this is nasty. They threw it away. I want to tell you, in life, you are going to be rejected. Rejection is where you come. Hallelujah. Rejection is where you come. But what are you going to do with rejection? What are you going to do after you are rejected? Hallelujah. Are we together? Uh, I was reading a story. Uh, about President uh, John Kennedy. They asked him a question. How he became a war And this is what he says. It was quite easy. Somebody sunk my boat. Hallelujah. It's always easier to see something positive in a negative experience long after it happened. But it's difficult to meet the negative experience in the moment uh, with a positive mindset. So somebody sunk John F. Kennedy's boat. When it sank, that was the moment that defined him to become a hero. What am I saying? I'm saying you might have been hurt because of what people said that was negative concerning you. Have you ever heard people that say, I don't go to church because Christians are hypocrites? (laughs) (laughs) They are hypocrites. What happened? You ask them. Sit down, you want to understand. What, what happened? Mm. Then somebody said this about me. Mm. Right. Mm. The word of God says it is impossible for offenses not to come. Yes. Yes. You are going to be offended in this world. Yes. But if you allow that to be what defines you, the word of the Lord tells me that this three might have said because of that person that ate, that ate the fruit from me and said I'm not, I'm, out, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to give fruit anymore. I'm, going to, I'm not going to produce. I'm going to shut down that. No more. No more fruit from me. No more fruit from me. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? The sea has moved from being fruitful and it was now fragile. It was moving as a fragile tree. Somebody ate of the tree. And they say, this is nasty. This is not good. I know this tree loved words. This tree loved compliments. It responded to words. Something just only human beings hear with. But my Bible tells me, when Jesus spoke and said, you are going to, you are not going to produce fruit anymore. Right. It didn't take a month. It didn't take two years. Right. No. The very next day, right. when they came along that road, the tree had withered. 
to words? What's your response to words? Hallelujah. Are you fragile or are you fruitful? What's your response to words? When Mary was washing the feet of Jesus, hallelujah, she said, I know where he has taken me from. It doesn't matter what men will say to me. They might call me this and that, but I've come here for a reason, to exalt the king. I've come here for a purpose, to honor God. My Bible says, and Jesus began to speak. She didn't utter a word. When you are determined to be fruitful, you don't have to come to your defense. Because God will come to your defense and say, don't touch my beloved. Don't touch my anointed one. He will not allow his anointed one to see decay. He will not allow you to rot because he has a plan for your life. He has a plan to prosper you. A plan for good. A plan for prosperity. Meditate upon his word day and night when the word of the Lord says you are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. Meditate upon the word of the Lord. Meditate on the positives. When they say you can't do it, the Bible says when they say there's a casting down, you say, Lord, there's a lifting up. When they say you are the tail, you say, I'm not the tail, I am the head. You say, I'm the first, I'm not the last. When they say you will not amount to anything, you say, Lord, I will accomplish great things. So, number one, I say that the fig tree had neglected who its source was. Because Jesus says, the branch that abides in me bears fruit. You are a product of your source. You are a product of what you are eating. Uh, my, my wife went with um, Anasha to the doctor one time, and uh, they say your daughter is uh, is too small for her age. Mm-hmm. Now, with all our uh, our daughters, you find that with with Mahita she has no problems eating, but with Anasha, give her ice cream, she will eat it. Give her chips, oh, she will eat it. No problems. Put a real meal before her. All of a sudden, she's not feeling well. All of a sudden, she is sleepy. All of a sudden, she is tired. Hallelujah. But the things that she wants to eat, they don't produce growth. What are you feeding that causes you to be productive? What are you eating that causes you to bear fruit? If you feed on junk, your life will give output that is called junk. Yeah. Some say garbage in, garbage out. What you partake, hallelujah, you cannot produce. It says every tree produces after its own kind. Yeah. It produces after its source. Yeah. What's your source? Who is your source? Yeah. Your language can tell us your source. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. Your speech can tell us your source Amen. that you are eating just junk food. You are just eating. You can't live on snacks. Hallelujah. The Bible says men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So begin to feed yourself what makes you better. 
distance. He saw the leaves were green. From afar. When he looks at you, Jesus was not looking at this tree based on impossibilities. But he was looking at it based on what he had invested in. Some might say, oh, it's a drought. It's not a drought season because the leaves wouldn't have been green. Mm -hmm. This tree had enough invested in it. Mm -hmm. God's gift to us is potential. Mm -hmm. Your gift to God is to develop. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. When God gives you potential, mm -hmm. all of us, we have potential. Yes. Potential, but don't let it die just as potential. Amen. You have to cultivate it. You have to you have to make something of it. All the Lord was saying was that when I give you the sunshine, hallelujah. I then I give you water that see see to all. Hallelujah. Then you begin there's a process called that. Chloroph is it chlorophyll? I don't know. Photosynthesis. That produces the, the green pigment that called that's called chlorophyll. Yeah. Amen. There we go. Going back to school. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So you have the, the responsibility to develop. The gift and the potential is not on God, it's on you. Mm -hmm. They say a third of high school graduates, after they graduate in the United States of America, a third of them never read a book after that. 42%, mm -hmm. 42%, 42%, so those are high school graduates. 42% of college graduates, after they graduate, they never read a book after that. 30% of Americans, 30% have never been in a bookstore. Hallelujah. When was the last time you read a book? Because you are content with where you are. You are content with mediocrity. You are content with being lukewarm. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. We are making it real. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, I was uh, talking, we were talking with uh, Ofi on, uh, on, on Monday. He said, Pastor, why is it that uh, we are talking about says that some Christians are not successful? And I said, uh, because this realm God has put what we call principles. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. If you are dead to principles, in this realm, anything that goes up, it has to come down. Mm -hmm. Because it has to obey gravity. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's when, why when in the book of uh, Timothy, when the Lord, when, when Paul was writing to Timothy, he just didn't say, he says, stir up the gifting of God that is in you. Mm -hmm. So there's a stirring up, like that happens through prayer. There are things that are of gifting that are released through laying on of hands. It says that was placed on you through the laying on of my hands. Right? There are things that will release in your life through laying on of hands. But he also gives a charge to Timothy. He says to Timothy, start there to show yourself approved. A workman, a rightly dividing the word of truth. What I'm doing today is a product of study. What I'm talking about here it's a product of diligence in the way of God. What has God called you to do? We said one of our core values is a ministry we rise to lead. I would not be comfortable to see you not being a leader in the area that God has called you. 
get tired of promotions because you are doing diligence in what God has called you to do. In the house of the Lord, if you are called to be an usher, find out. Find out how to be the the best of what you do. In this house of the Lord, there are many things that need to be done. If you are in the technical arts department, find out how to make things vibrant. Hallelujah. I love to know you. All of a sudden, you, you find me coming and saying, Pastor, how can we do this? How can we make this better? How can we develop this? Right? Because he wants to see this ministry going somewhere. He has placed uh, that desire in him. But the cultivating, the potential is in him. But the cultivating, it's up to him. Hallelujah. It's up to him. When God called me a long time ago, when I was a boy in Zimbabwe, he says, you are going to be a minister of the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I had to sit under tutors. I had to sit under pastors. I had to sit under instruction. I had to listen and learn. Hallelujah. I can never, I will not stop this. I said we are breaking forth by the anointing. We are breaking forth by the anointing. But let not your your, your breaking forth be stopped because you are content with mediocrity. You are content with being average. We are not called to be average. Because the world is supposed to look at us and say, I see fruit. Amen. I see Amen. fruit. Amen. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Are you content with where you are? Are you content? What are you bringing to the house of the Lord? What voices are you listening to? Are you listening to your creator? That says, Moses, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Where are you getting your strength from? Get your strength from God. Amen. Have the right source. Hallelujah. Read the word of the Lord. Perfect your craft. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, we have so many people that want to play the keyboard like, like what he plays it. But ask him how many hours he puts. He invested in it. Invest in what you are passionate about. Amen. Invest in your craft. I'm privileged that I'm not I also have a secular job outside what I do here on Sunday or whenever we gather here to, 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 uh, as children of the, of the living God. I do not just start off being good at what uh, I do. Amen. Amen. It took hours. You can ask my wife. There were times I would just close the door and be on the computer trying to study so that I would get an advantage. The word of the Lord says the children of this world are much wiser than the sons of God. But you want prayer to wake everything for us. You want prayer to wake everything for us. I need a job. I just want my knees after I pray. That's it. No application, nothing. It doesn't work like that. The children of this world are much wiser in their times than the sons of God. Yet we have the privilege of being fruitful. We come here to pretend everything is okay, but we are not doing due diligence. Due diligence to perfect our craft. Perfect your craft. Hallelujah. Get better at what you are doing. Hallelujah. I was reading up, uh, I was listening to sports radio, and they were talking about LeBron. They say this season, what has made him better is that he decided that he was going to stop eating pork. The best player in in, in NBA. Best player in NBA. He's saying, I can get better. (laughs) I can get better if I stop eating pork. (laughs) 
for him to listen. So, I'm just saying, he put effort in becoming better than the way he was already. That's what separates, some say, the, the man from the boys. I don't know about that. But it separates, there's a distinction right there. Hallelujah. I'm just saying, what are you willing to do to make it in this life? We have prayer, prayer who work mysteries and wonders for us. When I submit that application and I say, God, that job is mine. Because I submitted that application, I say, God, wherever the place of my soul shall tread upon, I receive as an inheritance. I won't get more for an answer. But I put in my application, Lord. And my application says, when the boss looks at it, there are many applications that are coming. But mine will stand out. Because it's there in that pile. Mine is there. And where have you applied? Where have you applied? Have you sat down to find out what's the best way to present your resume? Don't just lie with spelling errors on that on that application. God has made you much better than that. Much better than that. If you have errors and, and all this, all you have to do is a button called F7 and it will do spell check for you. But if you don't know it, hallelujah, because you have refused, you have refused to masterize. You have refused to grow. When the master comes and he says he comes to the fig tree and he says to the fig tree, I saw from a distance that you had potential. I know what I deposited in you. It was worthy of fruit. It was worthy of greatness. It was worthy of great things. But when I come, I do not see fruit. I see just leaves. I see just leaves. I see just leaves. But I refuse this year. You break forth by the anointing. You break forth by the grace of God. You make it because you are a child of God. You do due diligence to be better, to be the best, to be the first, to be number one. Move in your area that God has called you. I can imagine, hallelujah. Mr. Sox, how many cases do you have to go and research and say, I have to find out what the law says. I have to find out because you want to be best at your craft. Now we are hearing testimonies. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I were to ask you, in your life, there might have been people on your way that told you, you are not going to amount to anything. You are not going to make it. If you had listened to those voices, today the testimonies we hear concerning the numerous people you have helped who would have been robbed of them. And when the master comes and he says, Mr. Soxa, what have you done? You would have just portrayed leaves. Because leaves, they speak of potential. They speak of what the investment of God in you. He's investing in you. Don't let past heads of what, or what, of what somebody has said to you stop you from becoming what God wants you to be. You amount to something. Listen to the voices that are positive. You will make it. Amen. When it mattered, the master came. When he came, he said, I'm expecting fruits. I'm expecting fruits. But he found a fragile tree. He found a fragile tree. He found a tree portraying a sense of wholeness. Yet it was broken. Portraying a sense of righteousness. 
was frightened yet he was hurting with her and he said I would rather in high school we had the, this uh, motto or, or uh, when I was in school on our blazers it used to say uh, it means it's better to be than to seem to be I've just come to tell to tell Rice Fellowship this morning. It's better to be than to seem to be. It's better to be than to seem to be. It's better to be than to seem to be. It's better to be than to seem to be. When you are hurt, when you are wounded, when you are bruised, run to the house of the Lord. Run to the altar and say, Father, I need your help. Father, I need you to help me through this. I need you to hide me from the rain. I need you, Father, in this valley that I am in to be my strength. Lord, I'm hurting. People have said words that have hurt me. But Lord, I don't want it to stop me. I don't want it, Lord, to prevent me from being fruitful. Lord, I need you to help me. Remind me of your promises towards me. Your word says your bones will not be broken. Every promise that you have ever uttered, your wishes, the promises of God are yes and amen. Help me, Lord, to gain strength from your word. Help me, Lord, help me through this one. As I'm starting for that degree, Lord, my mind shuts, but Lord, help me to understand. Give me the ability to understand. Lord, give me the ability to understand. Lord, take pride away. I can reach out to others and say, I need help. Can you help me understand this? Can you help me with this and that? Can you explain this concept to me? Can you tell me about credit? How do I get good credit? Can you explain to me how I can serve? Because the moment I get my paycheck, it seems like the next day I have nothing in my pocket. Can you help me? Can you help me? That's what it means to be a family. On Friday, at Bible study, we were talking about unity. And I said that God has called us to do life together. So I want to be the best in your life. I want to be the best gift in your life. Because God has called me to do life with you. I want to be a blessing to you. Amen. Amen. That's why I don't take what I do here lightly. Hallelujah. That's why I wake up in the morning and I pray. That father, when I stand in front of Rice Fellowship, I don't want to give them noise without substance. I want to give them substance. I want to see their lives changing. I want them to be better. I want them to be better. That's why I read books. That's why I study to show myself approved. I am with men, rightly dividing the word of truth. Uh, you and I, there is no difference. Hallelujah. God has put potential in us. Amen. And his gift to him is you developing that gift. And saying, God, I'm, you gave me ingredients. But thank you for ingredients. I have everything that I need to cook up a good meal. Lord, I'm going to make a stool out of it. Oh, Lord, and I'm going to put some dessert next to it. Lord, I'm going to make it extra. Hallelujah. If I'm going to make a meal, I might as well Different. It's not just the main course. 
the extra effort. Put the extra effort. Go the extra mile. Read one more day. Read one more book. Ask one more question. How? Where? When? Hallelujah. Ask questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. Let's stand up to our feet. Hallelujah. Are you fruitful or are you fragile? Are you fruitful or are you fragile? We are called to be fruitful. I will bear fruit worth of repentance. I will not portray a sense that everything is okay when it's not okay. I thank you, Lord. You would rather want me to be honest. You rather want me to be real. Real people. Real Christians. Real people. Be real in life. Be real. Don't like yourself, change yourself. Yeah. Make yourself like you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Invent the best version of you. Because God has put everything in you that's necessary to make it in this life and the life to come. The word of God says we are blessed with all spiritual giftings in the heavenly realms. You don't lack nothing. You don't lack nothing. Hallelujah. You don't like nothing. You have it in you. Hallelujah. Pursue that education. Pursue that degree, Mr. Ram. Study. Hallelujah. Pursue. Pursue. And couple it with the grace of God. Hallelujah. And you will become unstoppable. You will become unstoppable. When the world is making it, they have to look to the house of the Lord for answers. The house of the Lord for solutions. You are paid to solve a problem. Do I have problem solvers in this house? Don't just be saying, ah, today the music was not good. What are you doing about it? Today no one greeted me at the, at the door. Where were you when you were waiting for greeters? Stand there and say, I don't see anybody. But Lord, today is my opportunity. To bear fruit, I will be fruitful in the house of the Lord. I will be fruitful. I will bear fruit. I want you to pray for your life where you are saying, Lord, when you look at me, may you find fruit. May, may I live to the potential that you have placed in me. May I live to realize the gifting that you have placed in my life. Lord, may I measure up. Lord, to what you have called me to be. Lord, I will not be found wanting. I will not fall short of what you have in store for me. Make use of me. Make use of me. Use me. Lord, I want to bear fruit. I want to bear fruit. I want to be fruitful. I want to be fruitful. I will be fruitful. I will be fruitful. If I have to encourage, I'll be the best encourager. If I have to be a cheerleader, I'll be the best cheerleader. If I have to be a prophet, I'll be the best prophet. If I have to be a pastor, I'll be the best editor. I'll be the best editor. I'll be the first. I'll not be the last. I'll bear fruit. I see fruit in your life. You are going beyond leaves. You are going beyond falsehood. You are going beyond fake. You are becoming real. And it's real. It's real. I see you in your future. Much better. 
than you look right now. I see you accomplishing your destiny. I see you fulfilling your dream. I see you making it. I see you making it. I see you making it. I see you making it beyond the physical. Beyond the physical. In the spiritual. You are a mighty man of valor. You are a virtuous woman. A prophet said to one woman, You are who God says you are. Every voice of condemnation. We silence it today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 You are the best prophet for your life. You know your life more than anyone. A rubber band is not useful until it is stretched. You are useful when you stretch yourself. When you stretch yourself. Hallelujah. The world is looking for counselors that will give godly counsel. The world is looking for people that will bring them to life. Stretch yourself in the knowledge of God. Set yourself in the knowledge of your craft. If the world is doing it, we say as children of God in this generation, we will be wiser. I hope today as you live the house of the Lord, you are living wiser than you came. I hope today you are living challenged. But don't let it just be a challenge. Believe that. Go and make change. See you for next part two. Next week. Of
that are not feeling well. I just want to send uh, the word of the Lord in that situation today. I believe uh, Mama Kumalo's uh, sister is not feeling well. And also uh, Memo's sister in Zimbabwe, she's not feeling well. Uh, we we want to send a word of healing. If you are here and you're not feeling well, uh, just raise up your hand where you are. I will pray for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, pray for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is healing. Hallelujah. As they come, hallelujah. I uh, also want to pray. I want to pray for my grandfather. Zimbabwe uh, is not feeling well as well. Hallelujah. Bogorago in Zimbabwe, she's not feeling well. Hallelujah. We want to pray. Uh, for those of you in the crowd, let's just stretch out our hands to our loved ones that have come up front here. Uh, Pastor Terry, Pastor Max, uh, can you come and pray? Uh, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus for the people. Amen. Father, we thank you today because you are a healer. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus as we declare healing. As we send for the word of healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. The word says, by your stripes, we are healed. Therefore, Father, I speak right now to every member of our family that's not feeling well. I say, Lord, heal them right now in the name of Jesus. Heal them physically. The sickness we see today, we will see you no more in the name of Jesus. Father, you wait that I saw for a man that will stand in the gap. We stand in the gap. Today we pray for healing. We pray for deliverance. We say by your strength they are healed. In Jesus' mighty name. We thank you for the manifestation of healing. Healing takes place. Healing is our portion. In the name of Jesus we pray. We thank you Lord. We thank you Father. It is done in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the church of God say amen. Hallelujah. I want to pray again for our offering. Hold your tithe, hold, hold your offering in your hands as we get ready to give. Hallelujah. And we also have our, our text giving number on there. Uh, for those of you that give online, you can just text uh, your, your tithe, your offering uh, to, that, to that side. Just text, put the amount, and uh, press uh, type give and send it to that number. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to pray. Father, we thank you uh, for your people today as they stretch out their hands to give, I declare a blessing in their lives. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord, this is a sign of fruitfulness as we stretch out our hands to sow into your house. Maybe to some of us, you have required for us to be givers. Father, we pray and I thank you for something. Their gift is giving. I pray in the name of Jesus as I right now, Father, as I trigger that gift, as I elevate that gift of giving, in the name of Jesus, every gift that has been lying dormant, right now, Lord, I say in the name of Jesus, I activate it by the grace upon my life, in the name of Jesus, every potential that has been lying dormant, I say in the name of Jesus, let it leave, let it, let, let it amount to something right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray, and the church of God said, Amen and Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll give this time to our MC, Amen, to come and close the service for us as we give. Hallelujah.
never depart from us, O oh God. Do not take your righteousness away from us, not even for a moment, Jesus. But Jehovah, stay with us, O oh God, as we as we take this word into action, Almighty God, and break forth by the anointing, and do away with mediocrity, and do away with anything that entangles us and leaves us in the place of simplicity, Almighty God. But that as children of the Most High God, we may be the head and not the tail. We may be the answer and not the problem. That we may be the solution to the problem, Lord. And that Jehovah, we may derive recognition for your name, Jehovah, even in the way we carry ourselves. Thank you, Jesus, for every family representation. I speak good health. I speak prosperity. I speak peace of mind that passes all understanding. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you for coming. The service is over. May we greet each other and may we all have a safe journey back home.